if a comprehensive tool existed that guided you with clear steps for that unexpected expense. I'm here to tell you that this tool does exist. Keep listening to discover what exactly it is. You did it. You have found your judgment-free zone, the Her Dinero Matters podcast, a bilingual podcast for women who want to become reinas of their money and love their dinero more. I am your host, Jen Hemphill, a former extreme frugalist turned reina of your money advocate. Each week, I'm going to help you reign your money like that queen that you are with inspiring interviews and panel discussions from La Comunidad Latina and with solo episodes sharing simple, actionable tips and strategies. Thanks for spending some time with me today. And now let's jump into today's Dose of Money Confidence. Hola, bienvenida. I am excited to have you. This is Jen Hempel, your host. And today's episode is sponsored by AARP. We have a very special episode for a few reasons. Number one, we are going to be learning about a fantastic free tool, probably one of the most comprehensive tools I have seen to date, which helps you navigate difficult situations like unplanned expenses in a very clear way. We are also providing this episode completely in Espanol. There's this episode in English, and there's another one just like this in Espanol. So if you have a family member that this would benefit, you can direct them to that episode in Espanol. So instead of having to explain this episode and the tool to them, which sometimes falls on us to do for our non-English speaking familia, you can just show them the podcast episode. Granted, you're going to have to show them how to get to the tool, but at least they have an understanding of what the tool is and what it's for, and they can get excited about it. Today, we are fortunate to have Veronica Segovia Bedon with us, and she's going to share with us the details on this fantastic tool and how you can start using it right away. Now, let me tell you a little bit about Veronica. Veronica Segovia Bedon is the senior advisor at AARP working to impact lives across areas that matter most to Latinos and their families' health, wealth, and fun, or as her team says, salud, dinero, y amor. In her role, she applies more than 10 years of experience in digital, social, and mobile communications to reach consumers on key issues of health security and financial resilience across key channels. Prior to AARP, she worked in online marketing and public relations with experience spanning agency, corporate, and nonprofits in the Washington, D.C. metro area. She speaks Spanish and holds a BA in communications, public relations from the University of Maryland College Park. She also serves on the Board of Governors for the university's Alumni Association for its College of Arts and Humanities. In today's episode, you will hear why AARP wants to be a resource, even if we aren't over the age of 50, as well as what drove the creation of the AARP money map and how this tool can help you at this very moment. Lista, are you ready? Let's go meet Veronica and learn all about the money map. Welcome, Veronica. I'm so thrilled to have you here, and I'm excited for our conversation today. Me too. Thank you so much, Jen. I'm so happy to be here. Uh, thank you very much for having me having me here. 
My pleasure. Absolutely. Let's start off like we normally start off on this podcast with your money story. So take us back in time to a money memory that you had as a kid or maybe as an adolescence. What did you see here, experience when it came to money? I grew up just outside of DC in a city called College Park outside of the university, College Park, Maryland. And I would say that I grew up with what I now recognize as some privilege. My dad worked uh, at the University of Maryland. He was a professor there and my mom was home. She stayed home with us and my dad earned the money. And so he managed the money. That was sort of how I grew up in terms of like, my dad made the money, my mom stayed home. Uh, My dad made the money, so he distributed the money or he decided where it went. And I would say that my parents are both from Paraguay. I spoke Spanish with my mom and English with my dad. And so everything that I sort of saw around money, all of that was in English. And my mom didn't really ever master English. uh, She's not fluent. We wouldn't say she's fluent, right? And so for me, she would always remind me that I had ability and that I could do more because I understood English and and I was because I was born in the United States. She would remind me of that a lot. And for me, I think money was really, you know, as a kid and and up till middle school and maybe high school, I'll share a couple some stories there, but it was really reward based. So, like I mentioned, my parents are are immigrants. I consider myself first generation. I grew up in a neighborhood with a lot of kids who got paid for doing their chores or set up lemonade stands, things like that. I got paid for good grades. So my first paycheck, I would say, was my report card. So those don't come every week, right? Like a, like chores or an allowance. But what I would get was a dollar for an A and 50 cents for a B. And so that was like my money that I could use like if I wanted something. So like if a new Barbie came out or something like that, I I could pretty much rely on my report card and that's when I would be able to go and get that. And I would say that I didn't really confront any barrier or like there wasn't something that was out of reach because of money until middle school. I was in the eighth grade and we were looking at high schools. I had taken a test to get into a science and technology, like a STEM program at a high school that was out of my area where I grew up. So it wasn't my assigned district high school, but in order to go, I'd have to get into this science and technology program. So I took that test. I took other tests, you know, for some Catholic high schools in the area. Uh, I went to a Catholic school, fourth to eighth grade. So a lot of my, actually almost all of my friends in my eighth grade class were going to move on and go to a Catholic high school. So I took tests for some of those scholarship programs. And one, I actually got into the program, but there wasn't enough scholarship money. And so what they said was, okay, well, you're in the program, but you're going to have to pay full tuition. And my dad's response to that was, you got into the science and tech program at the free public high school. You're going to free (laughs) public high school. And so I was like, okay, so I guess free and good is really what I'm going to shoot for. And that came back again uh, in high school when we were looking at college. And I didn't think about, and I don't know why I didn't (laughs) think about me because I was 16 and optimistic, but I remember vividly, like one of the main memories that stands out, it was a conversation between me and my mom. And it was, I had mentioned that I wanted to go to Michigan for college. And she looked at me and was like, Michigan, Michigan, which in Spanish is Michigan. Who's going to pay for Michigan? 
And I just looked at her serious, super serious. And I was just like, you are, you're paying. And she was like, tu papa, no trabajo en la Universidad de Maryland 30 años para que te vayas a Michigan, which translates to your father didn't work at Maryland for 30 years for you to go to Michigan. And so that bubble popped and I was just like, all right, I'm not going anywhere. I had other places I was looking at and I just threw them away. I didn't apply anywhere except for Maryland. And so I'd say that what stayed with me is that education can be expensive. <laughs> it's definitely a motivation for me uh, now that I have a son. He's 17 months old. Definitely a driving factor in, in setting up a 529 for him so that when that day comes and he wants to do something else or has options, that he has some more options than, than what I felt like I had. But I will be honest and say that, you know, it took me a while to get over having to go or feeling like I didn't have a choice. But the truth is, is that I had more choices when I graduated with less debt or little to no debt when I graduated college. And that's something that for sure, it's a privilege. You know, my husband is still paying off student loans and, and he didn't even finish, you know, and I know he's not alone in that. I love that because I was in the same situation as you where I really didn't have a choice where I was going to go to school. My mom is a professor. We've got a really significant discounts, 50% off. Uh, that's the school I went to. And uh, for a while, I was bummed because I'm like, I didn't have that experience of I get to choose and I, uh, where to go to college because I lived at home too. I didn't have the dorm experience. I didn't have that full quote unquote, stereotypical college experience. But you're right. I love your perspective. You didn't have a choice of where you were going to college, but it allowed you, it gave you choices because of that freedom of not having those student loans. I absolutely love that perspective. Love it. Thank you so much for sharing that. Now let's move on to what you do at ARP. I know ARP for me over the years, I feel it's a household name and one that you associate typically with older adults. However, you have this fantastic free tool called ARP Money Map that is open to anyone 18 and above so I want to learn more about that. And why is this money map important for AARP? Well, thanks for mentioning that. And thanks for mentioning that AARP is a household name for you. You know, a lot of the work that I do is actually because there are a lot of Latinos in the United States who don't know AARP very well. And so my work and one of the driving factors of being so grateful for having this opportunity is that conversations like this help me to do that. So I really appreciate your knowing AARP and considering it a household name. I need more of you. <laughs> so AARP, for, for those who might not know, AARP is committed to empowering people to choose how they live as they age. And when I think about choice around how I live as I'm getting older, you know, my finances and my financial security play a big role in that. And so one of the ways that AARP is working towards empowering people to choose how they live as they age is through sharing tools and creating tools like Money Map. This is a tool that helps users take steps towards improving their financial health, which we believe will expand their real possibilities as they plan for their future. You know, too often we've seen family or friends, I've been in the situation as well, you know, who've been hit by an unexpected home repair or a medical bill that's been difficult to recover from. Uh, and AARP Money Map really meets those users or folks who, at the moment that they need to make a decision 
and empowers them to understand their options and lift themselves back to financial health or to a greater level of financial health. I love that. And how does the money map, how does this tie into the 50 plus crowd? Because yes, it's open to everyone up 18 and above. How does this exactly tie into the 50 plus? Well, let's remember that Gen X or folks who are part of this Gen X group have been turning 50 for the last couple years, four years maybe. And so we've got Gen X, we've got the boomer generation, the 50 plus, it's not like folks who are over 50 don't have a need to help with their own saving, with debt possibly. So Money Map provides some age old guidance like ensuring that folks, uh, when you're looking at a bill, that you were billed correctly or that your insurance covered what was promised. Uh, and Money Map helps users discover trusted resources and strategies for tackling unplanned expenses. Unplanned expenses can hit anyone at any age. You know, Money Map provides age old guidance to ensure folks have options and that they are aware of what those options are. I love it. And I've been able to play with it. It's so thorough. And I'm just curious, what drove the creation of Money Map? So many AARP members say that they wish they'd either saved sooner, gotten out of debt faster, or knew how to navigate a difficult financial situation when it hit so that their goals and dreams weren't disrupted. Um, so as AARP looked at solutions in the market, we didn't find many that were comprehensive of our members' needs and what our members were asking for. We also had a hard time finding quality solutions that were free and available to the public at no cost. So it was important uh, for AARP to create a solution that meets people where they are and that it be easy to navigate or easy to use. So AARP developed AARP Money Map as a suite of solutions. And that first solution helps users navigate unplanned expenses. The second, which recently launched, helps users manage paying off their debt. And we're in the research and planning phase. of So we're researching and planning for additional solutions that AARP wants to add in the future. So this is a great time to play around with the tool, use the tool. And if your listeners have feedback, I invite you to share that feedback with me so that I can share it with AARP. Please do. And uh, for you listening, definitely send me a message on Instagram, like I know some of you all do. So make sure those feedbacks because I have the connection at ARP to be able to add some of these things. And one of the things that I wanted to say, Veronica, is I've been able to play with the money map. I've been putting in uh, different scenarios just to see what happens. And it's just incredible how complete, how detailed this tool is. And it of course, we mentioned it's free because it's, you may know of some resources, but what's incredible about how much work you put in is some of those resources are tied to certain locations, right? So if you move, you may not have known of this resource, whatever this resource is, depending on that scenario that you're dealing with. So I really applaud you and all of ARP for creating such a detailed and complete solution because not we may know we may be resourceful and we were good at googling right but to be able to find the exact solution on that specific scenario it's amazing so i really applaud you thank you thank you now with more on the arp money map it's got different areas to choose from medical car home other and it helps you plan how to handle those unexpected expenses which 
at this point, especially in the time that we're living, I think it's important to really tie in to the to really take a look at the money map. It also takes into account different scenarios. Uh, and as I mentioned, it's a very uh, thorough. Are there some suggested best practices and making just the best use of this map for better planning for your money? And what feedback have you heard from people using this tool? Those are great questions. I would say that in terms of best practices, make it real for yourself. This is a tool that you, is going to help you. So bring a real situation that you've had, either it could be something in the past or something that you're confronting now, and just put it in. Answer the questions as honestly as you can or as best as you know to, to test it out and see if those, the options that show up for you are relevant for you. And I would also say that in terms of feedback, what we've heard, I just want to share a little bit that when we were developing Money Map, many of the people that AARP interviewed expressed that they felt overwhelmed by sudden financial shocks. So something that wasn't planned for, like having to replace a water heater or going in for an unplanned outpatient surgery or maybe fixing their vehicle. And that folks we interviewed also shared that they didn't always know what types of options were available to them that might be able to help them avoid unnecessary costs or bad types of debt. So Money Map is a great tool for someone who either has a sudden unexpected expense or is anticipating an otherwise unplanned expense. Like the ones I mentioned, maybe replacing the water heater or going in for an unplanned outpatient surgery or something else. So someone can answer, or one, you, if you're going into the tool, you can answer the prompts according to the scenario you're planning ahead for. Either way, Money Map walks users through options available to them at each step of their situation. And thank you for offering me the chance to share a little bit of user feedback. Some of the comments that we've seen are, the website looks good and we have options. It's a stress reliever to know there are options. Other feedback we've gotten is, it's a lot of information, short summaries, but it's right to the point. And the clarity was great. I think that appreciation for the clarity and also that stress reliever, that's really you know what AARP is setting out to do. So we would definitely welcome more feedback from your listeners. So when they get a chance, if they can share with you what they think of the tool, we're very open to hearing that. And you heard that she wants feedback. So make sure you send me a message. You know how to get in touch with me on Instagram and whatnot. And I would also add what I really love because it is so thorough. And sometimes when things are so thorough, it seems overwhelming, right? But you've managed to put it and package it in a way that it's clean and it's easy to navigate and just read through, which I really appreciate because when I see something that's very long, my short attention span goes elsewhere. So I really appreciate how clean and how concise and it's not overwhelming when you're looking at it. So that's, I think that's fantastic. Since it's a tool, it's something that you actually have to use. Why don't we go through, if you could take us through a scenario so we can just have a better visual of this, the power of this free tool. Remember, it's free, those listening. Sure, absolutely. So let's say you fell and broke your arm and you just received your medical bills. You can go to moneymap.aarp.org slash bills. From there, you would choose medical expenses and then choose I've received a bill. The tool will then ask whether you have private insurance, Medicare, Medicaid, or if you're uninsured and planning to self-pay. We ask these questions to provide tips and resources that'll be better suited for your circumstances. And then you'll get your action plan. 
that might look like a list of steps that's involved. So the steps are, number one, make sure you were billed correctly. Experts actually estimate that up to 80% of medical bills contain errors. Two, negotiate to lower your costs. Step two is one of my favorite steps, honestly, because I didn't know for a long time, I didn't know that a bill was something you could negotiate. I didn't know I could call a creditor and talk to them about it. So that would be step two. Step three, request an affordable payment plan. Step four, find local resources and people who can help. Step five, look for sources of funds you won't have to pay back. And six, explore options for paying your bill. So each step offers additional guidance, information, and resources to either learn how to lower your bill or see your options for payment. The only thing I was going to say, too, is just that some steps may ask additional questions to provide specific resources that might be better suited to your personal circumstance. So you can expect to get some additional questions to tailor the action plan better to your specific circumstance. Right. And I think that's what makes it also powerful is those it's really so tailored to your specific situation, which I love. Now, I feel this tool definitely does a great job of helping you navigate the planning of your money, especially for those unexpected expenses. How does this help in saving your money? Well, when it comes to saving more money, let's think about tackling those unplanned expenses, right? Money Map provides strategies to identify billing errors that could be costly for you, helping you save money. And for some, it can help identify grants that prevent you from paying out of pocket for any expense. So Money Map also, you know, when we think about it, it was developed as a suite of solutions. So in addition to the unplanned expense solution we've discussed, there's a second solution which recently launched that helps users manage paying off their debt. And we're in that research and planning phase of additional solutions that we'll add in the future. The AARP Debt Manager tool encourages users to build a relationship with their creditor to improve their debt situation. And the tool helps users determine how they can pay off their debts more quickly, which frees up more funds to later put towards savings. Love it. And currently, this is in English only. So for the Latinx community who has family that mainly solely speaks Spanish, how do you suggest they use this tool to help family members? That's a great question. So yes, it is available in English only right now. And so what I would recommend to someone who knows someone who could use this tool or who's in need of using a tool like this one, what I would recommend is that they're like me, they grew up translating for that loved one or friend or family their whole life. Anything that's only available in English, you know, I'm we're used to having to translate on the fly right in the moment. And so what I would recommend, especially at this time where we might not be able to sit together in person or that person might live across the country, what you can do is hop on the phone with that person, right? And walk them through the questions and the steps uh, and the action plan. So that's how I recommend using the tool is offering yourself the way I would for a loved one to walk them through. So, you know, set up an appointment with them or set up a time to talk to them on the phone and walk through the steps with them. That's how I would recommend that we use it so that we can, as those members of our family who are the connectors and being able to connect those members of our families who don't necessarily speak English as well or who prefer to get that information or explanation in Spanish, you know, be that translator for them when it comes to this tool. And then the other resources that I just want to share that we do have in Spanish, there are other resources on aarp.org slash dinero. 
And for those of you uh, who are entrepreneurs or who run a business, we have aarp.org slash mi negocio. Both of those websites have resources in Spanish. Love it. And the other thing that I wanted to add is just to make sure, especially if you have family that only speaks Spanish, we did this episode in Espanol. So encourage them to listen to that episode. And even though you may have to show them still how to use a tool or how help them navigate, especially if they're not tech savvy, is have them listen to the episode and help them download the episode, you can actually download it from the website. So that way, you're not doing all of the work. And this episode will help you do some of that work for you. So thank you, Veronica. I really appreciate your time for sharing the fantastic tool of Money Map because it's, I'm a fan. I'm a huge fan. And especially with the things that you have coming up in the future, the additions that you have in the future for this, the suite of tools, like it's fantastic. So thank you so much for being with us, for sharing with us a little bit about you as well, which we always love. Thank you so much. Thank you, Jen. What did you think? I personally played around with AARP's money map, as you heard in the show, and I encourage you to do the same. You can make up a scenario if you don't have one, or maybe you have a family member or friend that is going through a challenging time. Walk through all the steps and you will see how comprehensive it is. So I can't stress enough how much I encourage you to go ahead and use AARP money map. It doesn't matter if you don't think you need this at this moment. Knowing it is there can be helpful in the future or for when you're here, a family member, friend, or coworker in need. You can go to moneymap.aarp.org and the link will be in the show notes. As you heard Veronica earlier in the interview, Veronica and AARP want your feedback on this fantastic tool. It's already fantastic, but they want your feedback. Maybe they can make it better. Maybe it's missing something. So I created a simple form where you can provide your personal feedback, which will only take you a few minutes. You can go to jenhemphill.com forward slash feedback. Next week, it'll be just you and I, where we will be discussing fraud. It is important to discuss, especially right now during this pandemic that we're living through. Becoming a victim of fraud can happen to anyone, including you and me. That is it. Eso es todo. Thanks to Veronica for sharing her time and the power behind AARP Money Map. Thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to tune into the show. You can check out the show notes over at jenhemphill.com forward slash 228 to refer to everything you need from the show. And remember that being the reina of your money can start now. The choice is in your hands and you have absolutely got this. Tú puedes. Now, don't forget to share with us when you listen to this episode by taking a screenshot or a selfie and tag us in your Instagram stories with at Matters and the hashtag of the same name. Nos hablaremos el próximo jueves. Talk to you next Thursday. Ciao.